Tuesday, 28th of November, 2023. So I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Arise and go into Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed for you to do. Acts 22, verse 10. The words are more appropriately translated as, And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said unto me, Having arisen, go to Damascus, and there it will be told you all things that have been appointed you to do. C.G. Previously, Paul noted that those who were with him were afraid, having seen the light, but they did not understand the voice speaking to him. With that he continues, saying, And I said, What shall I do, Lord? Paul continues saying, Lord, as he did in verse 8. This, however, is the first time that he has done so with the understanding that Jesus is the Lord. There he was, on the ground, speaking to the Lord of creation and the Messiah of Israel, acknowledging submission to him, when the very purpose of him going to Damascus was to snuff out any remnant of his name. There must have been a great sense of terror in his heart as he considered the dreadful awe of the situation he found himself. But instead of words of condemnation, the words continue, saying, And the Lord said unto me, Having arisen, go to Damascus. There is a slight variation in Paul's words here from chapter 9. There it said, Arise and go into the city. Here it says, Having arisen, go to Damascus. Paul is speaking to the people in Jerusalem. And so this is an obvious amendment for them to hear and understand. Paul was already headed to Damascus, but now his purpose for going would be diametrically opposed to what it had been only moments before. Instead of giving orders and arresting faithful believers, he would receive words concerning his new direction in life, as recorded in the continued words, And there it will be told you all things that have been appointed you to do. In chapter 9 it said, And you will be told what you must do. Here that is amended to show his appointment by the Lord as a son of Israel and one given a commission for spreading the word of the Lord. The changes are logical and appropriate. Of these words, Ben Gale says, quote, The divine appointment is the sphere of the godly. Whatever they do is a realization, a vivid exhibition or ready performance of that appointment. End quote. Life application. At this point in the narrative, Paul's mind must have gone from vehement rage to utter astonishment to absolute horror and then to complete confusion, all within a few moments of discourse by the Lord. The process of his conversion from persecuting Jesus to acknowledge him as Lord was as sudden as the flash of lightning. There was no questioning if the Lord could clarify a few things. There was no asking for a sign to confirm who he was and so forth. He heard and he acknowledged. How good it would be if we would do this as well. Obviously, we must ensure that what we have read or heard is properly understood. Unlike Paul, who didn't need such clarification, we might. Varying views on scripture necessitate logically thinking through which view is correct. Is the view of N.T. Wright correct, where he views Jews and the Gentile-led church as being the true Israel, 
If so, then there will be no national salvation for Israel, and the people who have been brought back to the land of Israel have no future hope or purpose in God's redemptive plans. If he is wrong, then there is a future for Israel, and even if not supporting the world view of Israel at this time, it is incumbent on faithful believers to pray for and stand with Israel in anticipation of the coming fulfillment of the Lord's promises to them. Once that matter is settled in our theology, the latter being the correct view as argued by the author of this commentary, then we should accept God's will, stop looking against what he is doing in regard to Israel, and to continue to pray for Israel in anticipation of the Lord's returning to them. We are under no obligation to place ourselves in a subservient position to the overall views of the Jewish society, but we are obligated by scripture to anticipate and pray for God's will to be fulfilled according to how his word is laid out and properly interpreted. In all such matters of theology, let us not kick against what God has ordained. Instead, let us look to the higher purposes of God and allow our hopes for the future to be realized in our attitudes in the present. Glorious and almighty God, we come before you knowing that you are the one who keeps his covenant even when we fail to do so. Unlike man who is willing to toss away the promises set forth by you, your word stands confirming what you have spoken as a promise to the people you have covenanted with. Help us in our weakness, clarify our confusion, and redirect our hearts and minds to be in accord with your intentions for all humanity. Amen. I said. I tapped. What should I do, Lord? answered the Lord answered get up and go to Damascus there you'll be told about all the things I have planned for you to do Excellent. Acts 22 verse 10